Praise the Lord, y'all. We done counted up to the, the service. Come on, put your hands together. God is still good. God is still worthy. Is he worthy? Is he worthy? Is he worthy? Is he worthy? God is good. God is great and greatly to be praised. We thank you this morning. Matter of fact, everybody bow your head. Father, we bless your name this morning. We came to give you glory because you're worthy. We thank you for all the things you've done. We even thank you for the doors you closed in our face, God, because you, we know you're going to open up some other doors that we need opened. We bless you and we thank you this morning. 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 You've been better to us than we've been to ourselves, Lord. And you're worthy. We came to give you glory. Our best praise. Our best praise. These are other blessings we ask in Jesus' name. Come on, put your hands together one more time. As our young people come, as our young people come, they come to give glory through dance this morning. We offer you to praise the Lord with them this morning as they give God glory.
Somebody bless the Lord in this house. Hallelujah. Somebody bless the Lord in this house. Amen. 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 Listen, listen. Sometimes, sometimes you just got to dance through it. I don't believe y'all hearing me. Sometimes you just got to praise your way through it. Sometimes you just got to give God glory anyhow. Do I have a witness in this house? The Bible says that I serve a God who will exchange beauty for ashes, mourning for dancing. Bless the name of the Lord in this house. Amen. Amen. Somebody give God praise one more time. Hallelujah. It's yours. Said it's yours. Yeah. My God, my God. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and we're glad in it. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful, how thankful we are for this day. This day of worship, this day of praise. This day where we give you glory. In and through everything, you're still God and you're still good. And Lord, we need you now. Speak to our hearts. Come into this house. Have your way, O oh God. Lord, we need to hear a word from you. But we need to feel your presence. So manifest yourself. In the wonderful and the matchless name of Jesus. Our Lord. Our Savior. Our Christ. Our Redeemer our everything you are our everything amen <laughs> 
have a lot to say amen about, don't we? Let's give our young people another round of applause. They did a wonderful, wonderful job. This time now, we're going to ask that we all participate in the response to reading, so won't you please stand? And may we read together. He prays to God and is accepted by him. He comes into his presence with joy. Aren't you happy? Let's do that one more time. Amen. Please remain standing. And I have something in front of me that simply says that my God is real. Won't you yeah. join us? Yeah. Why don't we declare it this morning? God is real. How do you know he's real? Because every now and then I can feel it in my soul. There are some things I may not know. Let's sing together. There are. There are some I may not know. There are some places. But I am sure of this one thing. My God is real, for I can feel Him. Come on, sing it like you mean it. Oh, yes, God.
share just a few announcements with you. First, we have some thank you cards. The first one comes from the family of the late Bobby L. Buchanan. We'd like to say a sincere thank you for all the kind expressions of sympathy and thoughtfulness. It is deeply appreciated and will never be forgotten. You have no idea how amazing you are. You go out of your way to care about others, sharing your strength, wisdom, and love in ways that lift spirits and touch hearts. And this comes from the family of um, the Adora Crocker family and the Moore family. We're going to ask this church to continue to pray for Brother Gross as he continues to recuperate. And we have um, bereavement in our, in our church family, um, Brother Fred Williams, also Reverend Robert Toombs, the first cousin of Sister Gail Laurie and um, also Sister Jayla Gray. So please continue to keep all those families in your prayers and continue to keep sick and shut in and just pray one for another. At this time, we have additional announcements from the media. Media, you're on. Providing the purses for battered and homeless women. The purses were distributed to 72 women at Matt's House, Grace House, and the Good Samaritan Roots Refuge. It was so successful that we ask you to be listening for the call for purses again in the not so distant future. Thank you for your willingness to serve. Tomorrow is the last day to place your popcorn order, so be sure to see a Boy Scout or a Cub Scout today. Today is the last day to make your donation to Class 10A's annual blanket drive benefiting the Billy Brumfield Shelter. Be sure to drop your donation off in the old fellowship hall in the appropriately labeled box. It's first Sunday here at K Chapel, which means we're celebrating our youth and academics. On our first nine-week All-A honor roll, we have Kamila Cousin, Madison Duvall, Matthew Duvall, Corey Gentry Jr., Evan White, and Kaylee Williams. And on our A-B honor roll, we have Dalen Allen, Javen Allen, Lindsey Butler, Nathan Cook, Shane Davis, Jordan Donald Clark, Jennifer Fleming, Jayla Gray, Kenya Johnson, Chloe Otis, Charles Simpson, Charles Simpson's the second, Dylan Stewart, and Bryson Williams. Good job, young people. Way to go. And on first Sunday today, we celebrate your birthdays. Happy birthday to everyone with a birthday during the month of November. And get ready to stand up because we're going to sing happy birthday to each of you. 
Hence, please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events and to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family. Just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Amen. We also have, um, right before we recognize all of our visitors, we have somebody that's running for office. And right now we're going to give David McClinty two minutes to come and address this congregation. Amen. Brother David Barrier, amen. Amen. God bless you. David is coming while he's coming. I believe, David, you started your campaign out with us here at Cade. That's correct, Amen, Pastor. and you're ending it here at Cade. That is correct. That's Pastor. a smart man. <laughs> amen. God bless you. <laughs> Pastor Buckley, uh, deacons, ministers, members of the congregation, I'm David Barrier. I am your Democratic nominee for the United States Senate. We have a unique opportunity this year to elect two senators to represent us in Washington, and I'm running in the race against incumbent Roger Wicker, and my friend and colleague Mike Espy is running in the other race. Y'all may remember I told you that. I think it was back in May when I was here. Uh, and I specifically, you know, since May, I've been a lot of places around this state. Been to, uh, I've been able to worship with a lot of different folks around the state, but I specifically asked to come back here to Cade Chapel. And I did that because I have a special connection here, but also because you have a wonderful worship service and you have a wonderful pastor here. Absolutely. But, but my, uh, you, you have a former member of your congregation, Imogene Darden. Uh, Imogene was important in my life. She was more important in my wife's life. Uh, and when uh, Imogene was sick and, and in her last days, we were pregnant and about to have a child. And, and we named our first child Darden in honor of Imogene Darden. So I have a special connection here. And, and I wanted to come back for that reason. But I'm, I'm here today feeling gratitude. Whatever happens Tuesday, whatever the outcome, I am grateful that I was able, a little boy from Escatawpa, Mississippi, was able to run for the United States Senate. And I think we've got a good shot to win it on Tuesday. But even if we don't, I've had a wonderful experience moving around our state and getting to know its people. And I thank you all especially for allowing me to come back and worship with you again today. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you. Come on, let the church say amen. I say amen again. Listen, we got some work to do, y'all. Amen. We got some work to do, and, and uh, I heard him say it's been good even if he don't, uh, but we need to make sure that he do. I'm going to just leave it at that. Amen. And, 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 and he will if, if Hines County turns out. I'm not going to put on my, my, my politician's hat, but... But I believe the votes are there. Uh, we just got a, what's that shirt you got on, Ricky? What's that shirt you got on? Vote, no vote, no voice. No vote equals no voice. Amen. So, yeah, put that on the screen real quick. Turn around, Ricky. They put the camera on you. Oh, you got a sign, too. What's your sign? What is that? Get ready to vote. Amen. Amen. All right, we're voting. We're voting. We got to make sure we turn out the vote. Amen. Let's make sure we turn out the vote on Tuesday. Amen. No need of you complaining about what is or what ain't if you're not doing your part. Get out to the poll. I don't care if it's raining. I don't have, care if you have to stand in the rain. Get out and do your part. Your beautician will get your hair back right again. Get out and do your part. Amen. Amen. They can recover your hair, but four more years of this stuff? Y'all ain't talking to me. Y'all ain't talking to me. 
Amen. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. If we don't get it done, there's nobody to blame but us. Let's get it done. Amen. Amen. I understand there's another David here who, who, who was that? That was the first one. That See, was that, was my, that was my fault. Okay, Amen. Right. I miss you on that. Amen. Where is he? He didn't make it? Okay. God bless. So it was just meant to be. Bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go ahead, Ricky. Let's continue. Amen. At this time, um, we're going to give all of those who are not yet a member of K Chapel an opportunity to um, stand and be welcomed officially from this congregation. So if you're not yet a member of K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, whether it's your first time, your third time, or your 17th time, we're going to ask you at this time, please stand up. God bless you. On behalf of K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, our pastor, and all of our official boards, you are now welcome. You are an honorary member of our family. And right now, we're going to give you something you can only get here at K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. This is our fellowship here. Won't you reach out and welcome your name and welcome to K Chapel.
Everybody but November babies, you may be seated. Amen. If you got a birthday in November, won't you keep standing up? God bless you. Look all around. God bless you. Let's wish them a happy birthday. Happy birthday to our November babies. Happy. opportunity for us all to participate in our service and this church does an amazing job of supporting those that are less fortunate those who possibly are disadvantaged and this is an opportunity for us to continue to do that so at this time we'll have the tithers to come followed by our ushers who will give us all an opportunity to give honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. The word of God for the people of God, all praises to our God. Ushers, choir. Can we go back to the top? Can we go back to the top? 
great and greatly to be praised. At this time in the service here at K Chapel, we, we do something called special music. And special music is an opportunity for all of us to just reflect and prepare our minds for the message from the pastor. Psalms 23 says, he restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Voices of love now with God restores. Maya Bridgman. Let me see you. Amen. God bless you. Come on, boys.
restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. Broken souls, God will restore. Hurt souls, God will restore. Depressed and despondent souls, God will restore. And as a church family, we experienced a kind of week this week where we need souls restored. It's been a tough week. I thank God for our young girls who this morning showed tremendous grace and strength of God. Who danced through their pain and in so doing challenged us adults to remember the God who we serve is still worthy to be praised. I want to thank the choir. I see our musicians are wearing all corn paraphernalia this morning. Amen. You know, we can be in our own tribes, our own groups, our own schools, our own whatever, but there are moments when we all just got to come together. And this morning we are cage strong but we're also all corn strong. We bless God for you. We certainly are praying for all of our families who are touched with loss. But let me be clear, this, there is one that stands out. When a young person's life is lost, it touches a different part of us. It moves in a different way. Not saying that anyone is more valuable than anyone else. It's just different. Someone asked me the other day, I said, Reverend, how do, you, how do you get through all this? And you seem to do this and go there and you always have a clear mind and a clear face and you're just moving and they said you were on the interview and you did, you had a smile on your face, you were interviewing it. I said, well, what you didn't see was before the camera came on, I was weeping in my wife's arms. Because preachers cry too. We feel it too. But I stand here this morning to declare there is good news for bad times. If you will consider a portion of scripture with me found in Psalm number 46. Psalm number 46. 
Psalm 46. The psalmist speaks to us in our grief. Listen to his words. God is, you know what, that's enough right there. God is. I'll keep reading, but that really is enough. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Good news for bad times. Good news for bad times. Most of us have situations that create discomfort or cause distress, experiences that bring about panic and circumstances that create anxiety. We have those things that we fear most. Just the thought of them happening put us in unsettling places. The psalm, this psalmist rightly declares that we, the people of God, we, the people of faith, have a reason not to live life afraid, but rather assured. He helps us to see that we can live in faith and not in fear. And he does this by offering to us the answer before we even get to the problem. Listen to what he says. God is our refuge and strength. That's the answer right there. And it does not matter what the problem is. The psalmist says God is our refuge and strength. Doesn't matter the situation you face. God is our refuge and strength. It does not matter the storm you're going through or the battle you're about to endure. God is our refuge and our strength. It's as if the psalmist is anticipating us to come and lay whatever it is out. And before we can get articulated or list our concerns or tell God how bad it is, he heads us off. And says, before you go on and tell God how bad your life is, God is. Don't want to minimize your pain, but I want to contextualize it. God is. God is our refuge and our strength. I believe that the psalmist begins this psalm here because if we get right the framing of life, and if we have that crystallized in our minds exactly who God is and how God operates in troubling times, then everything else will fall into place. Yeah. 
If we begin with the understanding that whatever may come our way, God is my refuge and my strength, then it does not matter what life hands me. It does not matter how harried the predicament or how horrible the problem. It does not matter how scary the situation or how heart-wrenching the horror unfolds because I already know that I've got a place I can go and I've got someone on whom I can rely. Watch this. He is my refuge. That's where I go. He is my strength. That's on whom I rely. God is my refuge and my strength. That means I've got somewhere I can retreat. And I also have a source where I can be refused. My refuge and my strength. I got somewhere I can run. My refuge. I've got somewhere I can be renewed. My strength. He's my refuge and my strength. I got somewhere to go for protection. My refuge. I've got somewhere else to go for power. My strength. He is my refuge and my strength. I got somewhere I can go and find rest. My refuge. I've got somewhere I can go and be restored. He's my strength. He's my refuge and my strength. He covers me, but he also counsels me. He is my refuge and my strength. And when you start your day out with that truth in mind, that I have a refuge and a strength, it helps me not to worry about life and life's lies and, and life's circumstances. I don't have to lose sleep about what somebody's doing or what somebody's saying or the lie that somebody's telling on me or the rumor that somebody's spreading on me. I don't have to be afraid of the threats of the enemy that are making against me. I don't have to be scared about the predictions that are being made. I don't even have to look at what the posters are saying, Barrier, because God is my refuge and my strength. I've got somewhere I go for cover, and I've got someone I can lean on for confidence, my refuge, and my strength. But then the psalmist follows this opening idea up with a declarative statement. He writes, he's a very present help in trouble. That, that means, that, that blessed me right there, voices, because what that means is that I, I don't have to call him and wait for him to get there. But he's a present, very present help. That, 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 that means I, I don't have to call and, and ask him how long before you make it to me. But he's very, he's very present. That means that, that, that where I am, he's in the moment with me, very present. He does not call in a proxy vote. He's very present. He does not ask anyone to punch in for him. He's present. He does not ask anyone to sign in on his behalf. He's present. He's right there. And you know, we, there's a song we sing, a song we like, but we might need to change the thinking of that song. We sing that song all the time. He's an on time. God, it says he may not come when we want him, but he'll be there on time. I understand the meaning behind that, but the truth of the matter is God don't have to get anywhere. He may not come. No, no, he, he's already, he don't have to come. He, he don't have to make his way to you. He's, he's already there. He's omnipresent. 
And it's not that he shows up, but in reality, it's that my eyes are finally open to the reality that he's always there. Just like the prophet, prophet Elijah. Elisha was awakened by his servant because the Syrian army had surrounded the city. And Elisha told the boy, he said, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Elisha saw that the servant was still scared. And so Elisha started praying to the Lord. And do you know what, the Lord, what Elisha's prayer was? He said, Lord, open this boy's eyes. Open his eyes so that he might see. And when the Lord opened that boy's eyes, you know what he saw? He saw that the Syrian army was there, but then he saw that behind the Syrian army was another army. He saw that behind their horses and chariots were some other horses and chariots which said yeah, that God is always there and all we've got to do is open our eyes to the reality that whatever we are, wherever we are, whatever situation we're in, that God has not left us by ourselves. That's why I like another song a little bit better where it says he was there all the time. He was there all the time. Yes. He was there. The psalmist says, if the earth or if my world is completely devastated, if my life is absolutely altered, if my universe is thoroughly and tragically transformed to be something that I never thought that I have in God place for cover, my refuge, and place for confidence, my strength. Not only does he cover me in the person, my personal world, but he covers me through life's overwhelming encounters look at what the psalmist says he says though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea mountain 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 is a picture of strength a mountain is a picture of might the height of a mountain has inspired many an artist to capture it on canvas and many enthusiasts to scale its crevices but the picture that the psalmist paints is that of a high and mighty mountain losing its strength and grandeur to the encroaching waters of the sea the idea in essence is that if life starts to swallow me up I don't know if there's anybody here ever felt like that Felt like you were being swallowed up. Felt like the problem was too overwhelming to make it out, too overpowering to stay afloat, too much for you to handle. The psalmist says, don't be afraid even when the situation is overwhelming, when you feel like you're going under, when it feels like you can't get up out of it and everybody's telling you it's over. The psalmist said, he's still my refuge and my strength in life's overwhelming encounters. Though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, he says, still, my God, is still good. Not only are we instructed not to fear over world-changing events or overwhelming encounters, but he says, fairly, don't be afraid in life's intimidating experiences. 
Don't be afraid in life's intimidating experience. He says, even though the waters thereof roar and be troubled. That's what he writes in the text. Even though the waters thereof roar and be troubled. I don't know if any of you have ever seen a storm approaching on the waters. Out in the distance, you're on one side of the lake, but you see the storm on the other side of the lake. And, and, and you can see the dark clouds coming and you can see the waves starting to white cap and they're making their way towards you. If you're in a boat, that's an unsettling feeling. So, some of y'all know what I'm talking about. If you're in a boat and, 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 and you see that coming your way, that can be an intimidating experience when the waves begin to white cap and the sea begins to churn you're in a storm but you're not in the storm yet but the storm is threatening you it's coming your way that's an intimidating experience and what the psalmist says is when life becomes to be intimidating when there are things that make their way toward you that could do you harm you can take Refuge in your God. You can take cover in your God. He says, lastly, he says, when life brings you unsettling episodes. Watch it. This is in the text. He says, even though the mountains shake with the swelling of the sea. Even the, now listen, I just told you a mountain is high. But a mountain is also mighty and strong. That's what inspires artists to, to, to paint mountains for their might, for their strength. But the psalmist says, even if the mountain starts to shake, that, that's, that, that's got to be something real powerful to shake a mountain. It's got to be something real strong to shake a mountain and, and every now and then in life, life will bring us to those moments when that which we feel is most, most stable in our lives, the foundation of our lives are shaken. And he says, even in life's unsettling episodes, when you are shaken at your core, God is my refuge. And my strength. Do I have a witness in here? Yeah, you may have devastating events. You may experience overwhelming encounters and intimidating experiences and unsettling episodes. But the psalmist gives us some good news in all of this. He says in verse 4, there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. The river evokes the imagery and advances the idea that even in the midst of all that we're going through, there is yet the ever-flowing presence of the Almighty God. There is a river. I know, I know you've been shaken to your core, but there is still a river. I know what you're going through does not make sense, but there is a river. I know you were never expecting to be at this place in this juncture in life, but there is a river. That is the ever-flowing presence of God's power, God's purpose, and God's will for your lives. There is a river. There is a river 
says the streams thereof shall make glad the city of God. Not only is there an ever-flowing river, but it has streams. And, and you all know what streams do. Streams are just tributaries of the main water supply. God, God, the psalmist says, listen, that there's the main water supply, the river, but that river has tributaries and streams that go into other parts and areas of your life. In other words, it's like what Jesus says. He says, I am the vine and you are the branches and if you stay connected to me, you shall produce much fruit. Yes, there is a river that has many streams and all we've got to do is stay connected to the river. Psalmist says that even in the midst of trouble, trials, problems, and persecution, difficulty and devastation, that I can have confidence because the presence and the power of the Lord is ever flowing in my life. And it is the presence and power of his spirit that branches off into smaller tributaries in my life, that blesses my life and causes me to then be a blessing into the kingdom of God. In other words, I can lose my job and still have joy. Because there's a river. I, 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 I can lose family and friends and still know that I've got a father because there is a river. I can have a failed marriage. And God still use me in his kingdom for his service because there is a river. I can have the tragic to happen in my life and the Lord can still use that tragedy to be a blessing to the people of God because there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. It means that whatever I grow, go through, I can grow through. I can have confidence that even if it feels like it, it's not over yet. This is not the end. This is not how the story ends. And so he says in verse 5, <laughs> God ends the way he begins. God is in the midst of her. In other words, I can have confidence in the midst of fears because God is present. <laughs> There's nothing I can get into. God won't be, be with me. There's no situation that can come about in life that God is not already there. One, another psalmist said it like this. He says, whither shall I go from your spirit? Whither shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend up into heaven, behold, thou art there. If I make my bed in the hell, behold, thou art there also. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there. Thy hand shall lead me, thy right hand shall hold me. In other words, there's nowhere I can go in this world that God won't be with me. There's nothing that can happen in my life that God won't stand by me. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. God is always there. And hear me, God will help us get through this. God is not leaving us by ourselves. God will help us see a brand new and a brighter day. God will be the lifter of our heads. God will be the dryer of our tears. God will put steel in your back again. God will fortify your footsteps. God will exchange your mourning for joy. He has not left us. And he will not leave us. God is present. God is preserving. God is providing and God is protecting which is why the psalmist ends by saying 
God shall help her. God, it's in the text, God shall help her. And that right early. In other words, in other words, I can have confidence in God because he's very present, but he's also very prompt. And that, the psalmist says, right early. That sounds like my granddaddy talk. Right early. Right, right. When, when are we going to get started? Right early. When... When, 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 when I need to go to the field, right early, right early, God says, God says, I will be with you. I will protect you. I will provide for you. I will preserve you and I will be prompt about doing it right early, right early. God shall keep her and do right early. God shall bless you and do it right early. God shall protect you and do it right early. God shall preserve you and do it right early. Right early means before the sunshine even gets up. That God is already working it out. Right early means before the birds begin singing their song that God is already working it out. Right early means that before while the dew is still cool on the grass, God is still working it out. Right early means that before the moon takes its final bow and before the sun makes its initial entrance, God is already working it out. Right early means that before you rise from last night's slumber and sleep that God is already working it out right early. He's on the job right early. He's drying your tears right early. He's lifting your heads right early. He's telling you it's going to be all right right early. He's turning it around right early. He's opening doors right early. Right early, right early, right early. Why? Because he never sleeps. He never slumbers. He's watching us day and night right early. Right early, the Lord will see about you. God has not left us. God is not leaving you. But he's with us right early. Do me a favor. Hold your neighbor's hand. Hold your neighbor's hand. I want you to do this because I believe that there is healing and there is restoration even in the power of touch. Jesus even says that where two or three are gathered, touching and agreeing, there's something about touch that invites and invokes the very presence and power of God. Something about touch that says, I feel my brother and my sister and Whatever they're going through, we're going through together. And we are one. We are family. We grieve together. We sorrow together. We celebrate together. But we also go through together. And nobody in this sanctuary is going through this by yourselves. God is. God is with us. Never leaving us and never forsaking us. Let's pray. Eternal God, our Father, thank you for being our refuge. Thank you for being our strength. 
Thank you for being a place we can run to for cover. Thank you for being a person we can lean on for counsel. You keep us and you also empower us to keep on going. Lord, right now we lift up the Gray family. God, we pray for them that as you do it for this family, do it for theirs. Be the lifter of their heads. Oh God, let them know that you have not left them in this, but you're right there. God, I pray for this, this church and all who weep and all who mourn. Reaffirm for us, oh God, that you're still faithful. Reassure us in times of trouble and times of darkness that you are a very present help. Thank you, Lord. And you've declared yourself from ages past to be what we would need you to be. You told Moses when he asked, who should I tell him told me to send you? You just tell him, tell him, tell him I am. And even right now, God, as, as you reveal yourself to Moses of old as the great I am, come right now and, and show us that you still are. God is my help. God is my father. God is my keeper. God is my friend. You are my everything. You are our all in all. We ask it in Jesus' name. For his sake we pray. Amen and amen. Voices, can you sing that for us? He moves misery and struggle. He promised to keep me, never to leave me. He'll never, hallelujah. I'm gonna fast, stay in the narrow, live my life clean. Wanna go with he comes back, come too far, never turn back. declare it again. God is the joy. God is the joy. God is. Promise to keep. Never to leave. He'll never. 
never, 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 never. I'm gonna fast and pray. Live my life. I wanna go with He's coming back. I've come too far. I'll never turn back. Somebody's Jackson family. Um, uh, I'm uh, Jayla's uh, godmother, and I just want you all to know that the 19 years that she's been here, she's had such a great impact. And on next week, we're not going to be sad, and we're going to celebrate. That's that's who she was. We're going to celebrate. We know that it's hard, but we just ask you to continue to pray for the family and just know that, but God, I want you all to just pray for me because I've had to step out of my comfort zone when I took on that role to be Godmother. Um, I didn't think that it would be the other way around. I was asked to take care of those children. So we're just, I'm just asking you all to pray for me so I could be there for her and be there for the family. And we all will get through this. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Sister Cropper, we just want prayer. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Praise dancers are here. Listen, and these praise dancers are honestly, uh, they're standing in the gap for a whole lot of other youth out there as well. Uh, young people who have been affected. So we're with you guys. We're with you guys. We're with you guys. God is with us, and he's going to get us through this together. Amen. 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 Listen, let's pray. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Lord, we thank you now. 
that you are a very present help. You're not leaving us, though we may feel lonely. You've not abandoned us, though we may feel anxious. You have not forgotten about us, even though we may feel forsaken. Lord, allow us to realize and open our eyes to the reality that you haven't gone anywhere. God bless now these young people who've been touched in a real way with real loss. Bless the Gray family and bless this godmother who's given herself to give of herself in ways that she didn't plan on it being the other way around. And so God, right now, fortify her, give her strength to be there for mama and daddy and still little sister. In Jesus' name, Lord, we know you can. We believe you will. And so God, do it now. Oh, Lord, fix it. Fix it for us right now. Restore it for us right now. Bring peace to our troubled minds and do it right now. Touch Sister Cropper. Be with her, oh God. In her time of need, we thank you for what you've already done. Proving yourself faithful all over again. Now, Lord, we receive your grace, we receive your strength, and we receive your power. In Jesus' name, and for his sake we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Come on, give somebody a hug and say, we're getting through this. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord God Almighty. He is the King of Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be ye lifted up, even ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. He is, he is, God is. He is my all, He is my all, He is my all, say yes He is, I know He is, I'm a living witness, God is, God is, He is, yeah, He is my all, whatever I need Him to be. He is my strength, He is my joy, He is my hope, say God is, God is, won't you stand? He is, he is. Now may the grace of God the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit. Rest, rule, and abide with each of you. Now, henceforth, and forevermore.
name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.